0: The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. How hard his job has been, him and the rest of the secondary, how hard their jobs have been over the last year plus. There's
1: been no pass rush. Right, but how many of those guys get to the market? Not many.
0: They get re-signed. That's what I'm saying. Look, I, I, would, I would prefer him on my team than not on my team. However you get that done, get it done. Get the job done.
1: Get the get sign, Get him signed. Did you see, McGlinchey, like McGlinchey, is an offensive tackle who a lot of people wanted the Bears to sign. He's got the most false starts of any player in the NFL these days. I'm happy with my right tackle. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So a lot of times you you find those guys in the draft, and you don't over. A lot of these guys that you get on free agency are overpay guys. Most of the guys who are really really good at what they do, they don't let them go. No, no. You could get one of the two Washington guys via trade right now. Washington's looking to trade uh, two of their guys. Which guys Chase, are they? Chase, Chase Young. Chase Young's one of them. And who's A the guy, other defensive lineman? Who's their other guy's good, Montez too? Sweat? Yeah, Sweat's available.
0: I like Chase Young. I mean, I have to go back and look and see if his film's as impressive as, as how he played against us. He was the only guy on that defensive line that is very much talked about. I thought he was the only guy out there busting his ass playing and play out. He,
1: again, he doesn't get to the quarterback to the ground a lot. He
0: doesn't finish. Uh, so reason why I wouldn't have traded for him last year, I wanted to see whether or not he was healthy, and I wanted to see whether or not he
1: can increase his sack total. You're listening to WMVP Chicago, ESPN 1000, WSHE HD2 Chicago. Um, and, again, the Bajan conversation is a good one. Um, There are a lot of people who love to go to A to Z. A lot of people want to um, dream about him, possibly being the Disney movie and and thinking about him in the long term. Um, I I think just for a second, it's cool to just take a breath and say, add a boy to a kid who just came out of nowhere as far as us in Chicago and was an undrafted Division two kid. And none of us had on our radar six months ago. And he came in here in Game 7 and was able to keep the rig on the road and went 21 of 29, 162 yards, one touchdown, and zero interceptions. He
0: played well by anybody's metric.
1: Yeah, and, and, and he did what they asked him to do. Yes. And, and again, did he, did he throw the ball down the field like the greatest show on turf did? No, but it was a starting point. And there are, are, are people who are we had a couple call in who are big fields fanatics and they're like, oh, he wasn't this and he wasn't that. I, I I don't know why everyone's getting defensive. Why are why are people looking to downgrade him? Why are you looking to tear him apart? I think all if you're a Bears fan and you're truly a Bears fan, I don't think anyone should feel um on the defensive over what Tyson Bajan did yesterday. Everyone should be Happy with what the kid did. I thought he played well, and I'm excited to see what he can do Sunday night in Los Angeles against the Chargers. Right. And, and again, like, in a, and if you're crowning him to be the next great thing, you need to take a step back and, and, and take it one game at a time. It's a really cool start. It's a great start. And like I, like I told you before, I have covered the Bears since 1995, and I have seen a lot of Bears players who were paid a lot of money and were drafted a lot higher than him do way worse than him and not only their first start but well after that and I gave a few examples when Rick Meyer was traded for um, with a first round pick from Seattle he couldn't play the position and he looked awful this kid looked better than Rick Meyer ever did in a Bears uniform Cade McNown I covered Cade McNown ever since they drafted him Cade McNown I covered the game in San Francisco when he did not cross the 50-yard line the entire game. He was a first-round draft pick, and he was supposed to be the Bears' long-term solution. Do you remember the game that Rex Grossman played against the Arizona Cardinals, the lowly Arizona Cardinals, when the Bears were supposed to win that game by three touchdowns? Blue Tarski. 0.0. 0.0 quarterback rating. Um, I, I told you, like, as a backup, you want to go backup to backup? This is a backup quarterback who came in in relief. Jonathan Quinn was Terry Shea's guy in Kansas City. Terry Shea was Levy Smith's first offensive coordinator. So he brought Jonathan Quinn with him to be the Bears' backup. This guy was so scared in the moment when he was asked. I think he started one game in his Bears' career. The, the, the spotlight was so bright for him. He pooped to the bad, basically, and he was. The moment was. People so, do that, though. You know. Yeah, they do. Yeah, people they, do that. It happens to even the who, best of people. Who are you bringing up here? I'm not are you bringing, bringing up someone I'm not bringing up anybody. Who may have pooped the bad?
0: i have just. I made a statement. I'm bringing anybody's name you up. You're bringing you up it a literal happened.
1: pooping of the bad. I said that it happens to people. That's all I said. So, like, I'm. I'm giving you moments when, like, higher hyped players don't even look the part this kid is an undrafted division 2 player came in in his first start of the game and totally comported himself perfectly and was confident and composed and made every read the right way and and did everything they asked him to do so what that is in the long term who the hell knows I'm not not going to make any grand statements, but I'm not going to tear them down. No. Why
0: does anybody need to make any, you know, dynamic proclamation after one start? Kid played a clean, efficient game. Wasn't bothered by the the NFL bright lights and the big stage. He went out and played an efficient game. I thought he was good. They didn't ask him to do everything. They no. ran the football for 173 yards. They played great
1: defense. He played a clean game. He was very good. Let's see what he does against the Chargers this Sunday. It'll for, be exciting. For what they asked him to do, I thought he was very good. Yes? Yeah. Uh, Muhammad in uh, Columbus, Ohio. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Muhammad?
2: Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. We're good. Yeah, okay, so first couple things. First of all, Deja, I mean, he did exactly what he was supposed to do. And I truly believe, at worst case, He's going to be a great backup, for us, and that's good. Instead of just getting old, washed-up quarterbacks, we can develop a quarterback to stay with us, okay? And for Justin, I'm a diehard Justin fan. I'm an Ohio State fan. And the thing that gets me, he has his work. He can't reach the field as fast as Beijing. He has issues, too. But if you look at when he plays good, they do a lot of 12 personnel. They're not in shotgun all the time. So, when you say play for his strengths, it doesn't really mean just do quarterback draw every single time. It's just where he's comfortable with. At Ohio State, Ryan Day. I don't even know if you guys watched the game on Saturday, too. Went a lot of 12th personnel in shotgun. So, even going back to Bill Lazor as a rookie, as soon as Bill Lazor took over, we saw a different Justin Fields than what we saw when Maggie Nagy was was calling the play. So, just wanted to say that. And we can't be a hypocrite. Justin Fields can have to. Justin's first couple of fights, I mean, he was just asked to do what he could do. And that's exactly what Badger did. So, that's all.
1: Thanks, Mohammed. Appreciate your phone call. There's another thing, too, over the weekend, that Ohio State-Penn State game. James Franklin... He served up a big bag of poo for his offense. Oh yeah, that happens, you know, with him sometimes. Yeah, but then the, let's blame the uh, the, the, the student the, reporters the order. Reporter or
0: From what I understand too, they were awful on third downs, and they really didn't threaten that very good Ohio State defense down the field, did they? I don't think they did.
1: Maybe you want to try mm. doing something like mm. that going forward. Sal's in Connecticut. Sal, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up? Hey guys, uh, three points we're going to make. With Tyson
3: Bajan, I would love to see him start the next eight games. I would like to see what we have in the kid. Could he be the next Brock Purdy, or is he the next Rick Myers? I don't know. I'd like to see the next eight games, what we have with him. Second on Justin Fields, we have a 32-game samples with Justin Fields, and he's, he's similar to Jake Cutler. You know, they're both great athletes, strong arms, but their decision-making is terrible. As I said before, I would trade Justin Fields to Atlanta. Uh, Ryan Pace is there. And trade him to Atlanta. I would like to see what we have with, with Tyson. I don't want to make, I don't want to sit there next year. We draft a quarterback and then we find out a year later that he, he turns out to be the next Trey Lance, Sam Darnold, Zach Wilson, and we have Bajan on the field. Let's find out what Tyson can do. We already know what Justin could do. And yet the Justin Fields defenders can't tell us, okay, if he starts another eight games, what are we going to get out of him? The only excuse I hear is the same excuse I used to hear with Jay Cutler. And and Rex and Mitch, it's the offensive line, it's the offensive coordinators, the Bears can't develop quarterbacks, and yet uh the guy, Cal Shanahan, after two years figured out Trey Lance can't play. The New York Jets figured out after two years Sam Darnold can't play. Uh also Zach Wilson can't play either. They brought in Aaron Rodgers, and yet we can't figure it out.
1: See, I, I need to see I need to see Justin play more. I need when he comes back, I would like to see Justin play more. I want to see how he comes back and how he responds after his last bad game after playing a few good games.
0: First of all, you're assuming Atlanta is interested. I have no idea if there's a market. If you want to go to address all of his points, Sal's points, no idea that Atlanta is is interested. I told you at the start of the season, I repeat the same thing now. I want as many games as humanly possible to make the evaluation because at the end of the year, there can be no hesitation. You have to know exactly what you got, and you have to know exactly what you're going to do. And the more evidence you have, the easier the conclusion is to come to. After 30-plus starts, that's a lot. I mean, there are some people that have come to their own conclusion, and I I don't blame you after 30-plus starts. This is what's going to happen. Tyson Bajan is going to be your starting quarterback until Justin is healthy. When Justin uh, is healthy, Justin takes over as your starting quarterback. Now, If Tyson Bajan is playing and the offense is moving and they're winning games and he's playing well, then I believe that there will probably be a shorter leash on Justin. If, in fact, he struggles, they're not going to pull him right away. This is my speculation. They'll give him time, but there won't be an infinite amount of time. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's how the calculus changes. When Justin is healthy, he's your starter. But if Tyson Bajan takes this opportunity and builds on what he did yesterday in in Los Angeles against the Chargers, and let's say that the following week Justin still isn't ready to go, hard to come back from a thumb injury on your throwing hand as a quarterback. And he continues
1: to build... It's not going to change. Don't forget, this is a desperate coaching staff. Correct. So
0: I, I know, but at the same time, like, I, I do believe that.
1: No, no, that's why I say the leash would be shorter. Yes, right, exactly. Right, right, right. That's why I agree they're with you. They're not it. going to no. leave
0: Beijing No, 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 no. But what they're going to do is, is they're going to reinstall Justin as their starter. But if for whatever reason he has, he struggles, they're not going to give him an infinite amount of time to turn it back around. That's how I see the situation. Remember. If Bajan plays well for three straight games, it doesn't mean he's now the starting quarterback. It just means the calculus kind of changes that when Justin does come back, if for whatever reason he struggles after X amount of time, that there will be a discussion in the
1: building about maybe reversing course. Jimmy on the north side. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jimmy?
4: Jimmy. Marco. Victory Monday, guys. How about it? What's up, Taste Jimmy? The biscuit. Yeah, so, uh, you know, real quick. Uh, anybody who says that there belittles Badgeant's play after 385 days of a home win is a right. total imbecile. I'm sorry. Uh, it, just, it, imbecile. it just defies logic. Um, but, you know, like, He's a player, man. I mean, the kid showed a lot, right? And I think, you know, don't necessarily pigeonhole him into a backup, but he's definitely a suitable backup going forward. And if we look at QB economics, you know, Fields is owed $7 million next year, and if, if his contract option was picked up, that's 23-and-a-half because he wasn't in the top, top ten picks. And I think they're paying badge in, what, twenty five grand at this point? So really, you have uh, a quarterback room that could be very much discounted to other elite quarterbacks right now that are hugging like fifty million in cap space starting next year. So the other side of it is, do you want to draft Caleb Williams? Apologies, but he's a stroke. Anybody who tries, (laughs) what do you see? He's a stroke. (laughs) Right, because he tries. He says that he wants to own part of the team that drafts him. Now, did he, he say that was, or they uh, uh, I mean, until, until I, Jimmy,
0: until I, see him stand in front of a microphone on camera and say that, then I'm not going to. I'm not going to take it as yeah. gospel.
4: Mike Garofalo reported it in the in the summer, but you know, on top of that, he wants to choose what team he wants to play for. Listen, there's a different. There's a difference between confident, cocky. And stroke. He's a stroke, and Bajan's got moxie. And I think that that's something that Fields will feel that pressure when he comes back, you know, and possibly learn from some of the stuff the kid did when he was throwing it out of the pocket. But, you know, you have part of this team that's developing, the defensive backfield, and the offensive line is really elite at the run block. So I don't think you should be selling off guys like Jalen Johnson. I think you should be looking to like combine Fields and Beijing into, you know, a very strong two headed duo that, you know, if Fields gets hurt, Beijing comes in, if Beijing plays continues to play well, Fields is a, co- a commodity at seven million bucks. I don't know why you'd trade him.
1: Okay. All right. Jimmy, thank you. By the way, I, I think I
0: uh Brad Spielberger tweeted and this was a while ago, right? Tyler, earlier or earlier today, today yeah. Bears cornerback Jalen Johnson now has the highest coverage grade at the position through Week 7. Minimum 100 snaps with an 88.1 mark. 43.5% completion rate allowed is fourth. .66 yards per coverage snap is tied for eighth. And then he editorializes, shouldn't be a trade candidate, start thinking extension. I knew I had seen that, like, based on certain,
1: you know, grading sites that he had he had graded quite well so now they have to agree on on some sort of a number like you are you agreeing are you are you trying to work something out before the deadline are you then if not are you uh are you keeping them and and then do you then try and work on it uh before free agency and then if you don't are you willing to franchise him and then working on it and just using that as a placeholder yeah, I, I,
0: I, figure yeah, it out. OK, but yeah, yeah. Hallis. Hall, figure it out, because you you, as you have said a bunch of the last year and a half, this team's need, this team needs more good players, not fewer. Yeah, good players. Like, like
1: like let's stop trading young players who are good at their jobs.
0: Like I, I mean, he's a he's 24 years old. He'll be 25 next April.
1: Okay, he's six foot and 198 pounds. Like, I would have understood why you trade a 30-year-old safety like Eddie Jackson if he yes. was healthy. He's 24 but, years but old. That, but a 24-year-old corner who's shown promise? Is he perfect? No. But a 24-year-old corner that has shown promise? That's not a good business decision. I don't want to move
0: away from him. Do I want to make him a top five paid corner in the league? No. And his representatives
1: should understand that he's not top five corner in the league. But is he better at his job than Cole Komet's, better at his, than Cole Komet? Yes. Is it his? Yes. I believe. I believe Jalen Johnson is better. Yes, I, I agree with that. Uh, Jamie and Gray's Lake, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jamie? Hey, guys. How you doing? We're good. Can you take us off speaker?
0: Victory Monday.
5: Yeah, I can take you off speaker.
1: Thank you.
0: Now put us back on. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. Don't do that. <laughs> Jerk.
5: Guys, I, uh, I just I say this as somebody who has got the play of Jonathan Quinn and Moses Moreno and PT Willis yes. and Craig Krenzel seared on in my brain forever. I I actually really like our quarterback room. I like Fields. I like Bajent. I'd love to see both of them continue to grow and develop. And what about Peterman? I, <clears throat> yeah, we can lose Peterman, but okay, good. I like uh, the other guy. You are saying. I have, I have zero interest in starting over with Caleb Williams or Drake May or Shadur Sanders or anybody else that comes down the line. And I'd love to see us use our top three picks to get the best wide receiver available, the best pass rusher available, and the best center available and see where that actually takes us. And so I don't, I don't know why we can't like what we have. And we're so desperate to gamble everything. Well, because on an what we have right now, honestly,
0: honestly, Jamie, what we have right now hasn't been good enough.
5: Isn't there, isn't there, can't we give them uh, time and space to develop? I mean. Well, how much time and
0: space? Like the NFL, it's like three years is a lot of time. Then you have to make some important, you know, financial decisions at the end of this year.
5: It never used to be that way. We used to give quarterbacks years. Aaron Rodgers had years to sit behind Favre and develop and become who he became. Why do we, why do we have to change that model?
1: Well, because they were winning with Favre, and they were doing it like the Bears continue to lose and also have this pick that looms in front of them to make it right. They like they had the luxury of just, and they were smart enough where they would draft quarterbacks and let them just sit. Brett Favre isn't on our roster. Yes.
5: Yeah, but you, you take teams like the 49ers, you build out the rest of the team, and then you can gamble on the Trey Lance, and if that doesn't work, you stumble on the Brock Purdy. And look at the team you have. Why can't we do that? Well, we're not the Forty Niners
0: um, yet. You well, <laughs> it's true. That's, it's true. Who's um, Shanny on this team? Listen, this is this is the price you pay for being bad as an organization for an extended period of time. Like you're, you're you're exactly right, Jamie. Because like they found themselves with so many quality core players that they could take the chance on Trey Lance. And then they could decide three years later immediately, you know what, this isn't going to work because we've got this other guy, and then put him in. Like, we haven't, our roster doesn't look like the
1: 49er roster from three years ago. Until you draft Harrison and your center and your defensive line. You could.
5: That's right. That's exactly right.
1: You could
0: now at that I point. But now you also have to believe that whoever's running your program can do that, and whoever eventually is going to coach your team Who's your new
5: coach, is going Jamie? to be Shanny. Who's your new coach? I, I don't need a new coach. I actually oh. think Iberflus is doing a good job. I, I like. Right. What now he's you got to go. Now you got to go. You know, the defensive now, now you got to go, Jamie. Alan Williams was terrible. I think Getsy is actually a good coordinator. I think Eberfluss is a good coach. Give him time. He's a first-year coach. What happened Second. when Cleveland canned Belichick after a year? Was that a good decision? Ooh, so he's the next Belichick. No, no, but shouldn't, shouldn't we give him a little bit of time to develop as a head coach? He's a first-time head coach.
0: Okay, and, and just in, in, in standard terms, that is true. But he's also a first-time head coach who's five and what's the record?
5: Twenty something,
0: five and yeah. I mean, so that
5: still sticks with you. I mean, yeah, I mean, and if if he's if he's three and fourteen at the end of this year, fire him. Okay. If he gets if he gets to eight and nine, I that's worthy of a conversation, isn't it?
0: Um, it depends. There's a lot of Jamie, there's thank a lot you. of it. thank you, Jamie. Like, look, if you are going, if you're going to draft a quarterback high because you've come to the conclusion that what you have isn't what you want going forward, then. You're probably, if you bring in a new quarterback, you're going to bring in an entirely new staff. Whether you're eight and nine or you're seven and 10 or whatever it is. If you've decided. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing that. You're drafting a quarterback high, whether it's with the Carolina pick. Well, it would have to be the Carolina pick because if you're seven and 10 or eight and nine, you're not going to have one of the top picks, but you're going to use that pick on a quarterback. Just giving you reality is, is you're going to bring in a different staff and probably a guy
1: who is an offensive play caller, will be your head coach. That's reality. Yes. Uh, our buddy James in New Lennox. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, James? It's
6: still kicking, guys. All right, James.
1: <laughs> it's good.
6: All right. Uh, it I was, was not worried a good about weekend, you. Though. Uh, you should have been. It was not a good weekend. Wait, you lost uh, gambling? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had nine what did you parlays. Have? Nine, I had nine parlays? Par- I, I had nine parlays, some of which were same-game parlays or same-game parlay x's that I lost by one leg.
0: That's usually how it happens, James.
6: Um I don't know how do you ever go from such a high to such a low? Like I was watching the Iowa Minnesota game and they rang a punt back for a touchdown. Yeah, was so that essentially... a fair catch or
1: not? What did you when guys they got... think of
6: that? Did, we... did
0: you didn't... guys see it? I thought I saw a video of a guy stepping out of bounds twice. Was
6: no he different he definitely didn't step out. Okay. But okay. this this he was did... kinda of weight he waved his hand, but it was more like for everyone else to get away. And they said, like, since he did that, that it was a fair catch. Right. But, he ran it back for a touchdown, yeah.
1: My buddy who went to Iowa texted me, and it wasn't Danny Lynch, another buddy I went to high school with. He texted me. He goes, did you watch the – who did they play? Iowa and who? Was it Minnesota? Minnesota. And you were all over that uh, too, Tyler. You called the under. I heard you and Shay again talking about that under. And, um, and, and I go I, – you have to pay me to watch Iowa football. Yeah, you can't pay e- me e- enough to watch e- Iowa football. And um, so he sent me the video, and it's it's really tough because the guy is waving his arm, but I thought he was waving his arm like to tell his teammates to get away from the football.
6: Yeah. He was waving
0: his hands telling all offensive players in the country, don't come here. <laughs>
6: Yeah, he was telling me, don't bet on me anymore. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that killed me. Uh, then Buffalo drives down the field, scores. Twice. And then twice. New England start yeah, twice to take the lead, right? Because yeah. they were down by, what was yes. it, like uh, 12 or something? They were down by 12. Um,
0: that not, not only, James, because I had him in a tease as well. Not only did they, they come down and score two touchdowns in the final six minutes, but they got the two-point conversion. So they were they were up at that point. What was it? By yet? three, three,
6: yeah, yeah. Because I was thinking New England was going to get a field goal, and I'm like, okay, this is going to go to OT. The Bills should be able to beat them in OT. Nope, nope. Just went right down a field. Matt
0: Jones and took the uh, Patriots touchdown.
6: Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty rough. I had a good joke lined up too. Had I won and got back even, like I was going to tell you guys, uh, uh, how how did it go? Um, mm. I don't know if this gonna sort of go like out. your
0: parlay your jokes going sort of like yeah, your parlay. Yeah, it, it was going
6: to mix in with like the state farm thing where I was going to ask you guys something and then it was my answer was going to be uh you know I'll tell you in one word and you're going to be like okay and I was going to be like bills dolphin's parlay and you're going to be like that's not one word and I was going to be like it is if you bundle them in a parlay and then there's going to be a good whole change. thing but it's good Yeah, it but it doesn't work. It's only good if yeah, it's, it's only good if you're able to use it but. Yeah. Um but yeah, I know you, you got go. your health,
0: James. You got your health. That's I do. cool.
6: I do. I'm turning into Keanu Reeves from Hardball, but I do have my health. Oh, you should be and
0: Keanu I... Reeves
6: from, from John Wick, and then you just
0: you would own everything.
6: <laughs> no, I'm. That's definitely not happening. But I will say this: um, you guys let me go already for a long time today. You let me go for a while on Friday. We're on so air, right yeah, we no, air, air right now, James. We have The
0: ended. Yeah, yes. we're gone. We're yeah, already. We're out. just on
6: the phone right now we're in our cars <laughs> yeah you, you guys are always good but that being said you know tommy was like hey where'd james go and you're like oh you know he had a story it was time i cut him loose i feel like you summarily dismissed me there without saying bye james bye james okay, I, james I <laughs> <See> <laughs> Bye, bye you, james guys. be well
1: I, I good heard, luck yeah, with your next part i heard james driving around too this weekend <laughs> call into a show or james, james, maybe maybe you james call a truck james
0: truck driver james right now who's our truck
1: driver I don't know if Listener. James. I think we have a lot of truck drivers, but I don't know no, if James is a truck driver. We had somebody that was
0: a truck driver.
1: Last week, yeah. yeah. He kept who saying was he it? was a truck driver.
0: Yeah, he kept telling us he was a truck driver. I don't know, that's know if you guys him. know this. I'm a truck driver. But that's not James. That's not, not James. No, that's
1: okay. not James. All right. That was the guy who has the song, Someone from Highland Park. Oh, that was such a bad song, too, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a bad it was, song? Yeah, bad song. All right, uh, 312. <laughs> 332. 3776.
0: Just enjoy Victory Monday. It's the first time we've had a home win since September of 2022. Nobody's making any long term proclamations about anything. Be excited to watch the kid play next Sunday in LA yes, yes.
1: against the Chargers. The Bears handed out game balls. You want something good? Yes. Bears handed out game balls. This was a good locker room moment. Very good locker Very room moment with speeches room. and everything. There were good speeches, everyone was good. You'll hear it coming up next.
2: waddle and sylvie
1: from our state street studio to your hellish commute home we're there with you making it bearable never mind back to waddle and sylvie on espn chicago
7: tyler scott now John's in short motion taking a turn and give the form spinning turning into the end zone touchdown touchdown bears Deontay Foreman in from the two and the Bears do in fact have a 6-0 lead on their second drive of the game. Here's the snap. Here's the handoff. Here's Deontay Foreman into the end zone. Another touchdown, baby! Foreman's two for two on the goal line. The Bears up 13-0. Three-yard touchdown run, and Soldier Field on its feet. Snap back, Bajan. Time, going to zip it right. Caught. Dave Foreman inside the two, breaks a tackle, and plows in to the paint. Touchdown, touchdown, Bears. His third touchdown, and the Bears up 17 on the visiting Raiders.
1: He's really good. When, uh, when he gets carries... He caught the ball well yesterday except uh first the, play. The, yeah, the first first third down. The third down yeah. that they had to punt on that first series. He dropped. But he had a great game yesterday. He was hurdling people. Three Strong touchdowns. Strong runner. Yeah. Strong runner.
0: Yeah. But you're right. I mean the first third down, unfortunately, uh was one I thought if he had caught the ball, which was a simple catch. He probably could have converted it, but uh, unfortunately didn't catch it.
1: Yes, Deontay Foreman uh was one of those players who got the game ball. And uh you'll hear this from Iberflus, and we, we talked to Iberflus earlier today. If you want to hear it uh too. We also asked Iberflus about the uh the the way he managed the clock before the half. I asked him if he like after watching film, if he wanted to do that over. Would he would he you know be more inclined to be more aggressive. Be more aggressive and call some timeouts there. And he said, "No, absolutely not." Even after I pressed him, so uh, he was cool with the way they they managed that, and they won handily. So he was sticking to his guns. Here's Ibrflus uh, in the locker room afterwards with his team handing out game balls. This video courtesy of the Bears. Game ball,
8: game ball. okay,
9: yeah. right here. Multiple interceptions. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I just want to say thank y'all boys and thank God first and foremost for giving us the opportunity to be able to go out here and shine, y'all boys. I appreciate y'all and I love y'all. All
5: right. I got one more, right? In his first start. I had my back from the jump, man. You know, we had adversity last week, Justin going down. And you know, right from the get, y'all had my back. So I couldn't appreciate y'all any more. Couldn't have did that without y'all today. And glad we go out there and get it going. Hey man, hey, enjoy this. Enjoy this break. And let's get locked hey, back man. in. We got I another got big week. I
2: got one more game ball. Deontay 4
8: <laughs> I really appreciate time, man. It's been a long time coming, man. I, I had to sit around and watch it, man, for a minute, bro. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like getting this opportunity and being able to go out there and perform, man, I cherish it, dog. Yeah, you feel up. me? I appreciate y'all, yeah, bro. For man. real. I'm yeah. here. I'm here. I'm that. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. Hey. 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 Three. One, two, three.
0: Hey. It's an enthusiastic locker room. You know what's funny? That it's... I I just remember, again, my brother was in town yesterday, and we were watching the game together. And having pizza. Having pizza, thanks to my daughter in California, uh, and hot wings. (laughs) Um, But we both had the same thought as well. That was a Bears team yesterday. And you may think that this is, like, very high school-ish. They were having fun playing football last year. The enthusiasm from the opening snap. Like, you want to see it. You don't want to watch your favorite football team look like they're going through the motions. The Raiders look like a disgruntled football team going through the motions. Even early in that game. Guys were excited. You see, Lucas Patrick was celebrating yeah. different screens. And and Deontay Foreman was enjoying getting into the end zone. The Did first you see Lucas time, Patrick the second time,
1: after, Pageant got the game ball, too, how excited he was for him. I think that was Lucas Patrick in the background. I
0: did just think it was, and then to watch the defense flying around, flying around, and doing good things, and picking each other up. It was just, listen, it's been a long time since we've been able to watch our favorite football team win at home. Have some joy. And enjoy you know, playing a game that is a very difficult game to succeed at at a consistent level. Yeah. I thought you saw some guys out there having a damn good time.
1: Yes, yes. More of that, please. Yes. Don't go another 13 months without winning a home game. Please no. Jason and Wakanda, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jason?
0: So...
7: If I'm going to be Keanu Reeves, i got to be Keanu Reeves from either Point Break or like Bill and Ted's
0: Excellent Adventure. I, no, you've got to be Point Reeves Break, from... not, Bill, not Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Well, are you,
1: but you're time, aren't you time traveling? <laughs> you don't want to do that. Not, as him. not No. Yeah. Come on. You
0: won't, don't you want to be the cool surfer guy who's also an FBI agent?
7: Yeah, I mean, sure. You know, you'll get all the ladies that way, I suppose, right?
0: I would assume Anyways. so, yes. He ended up with Lori <laughs> Petty in that movie, right? <laughs> Uh, yes, that's very true, very yeah. true.
7: Uh, so speaking of a guy that's getting all the ladies, uh, I think Bajent here, you know, we were at the game yesterday. That that team looked, you know, especially on offense, very fluid. Uh, you know, they had a nice game plan going. They moved the ball, you know, responsibly, really. And, you know, the, the caller earlier, Jamie from uh, uh, Gray's Lake, I kind of echo his point, too, in that, I feel like what this has done, you know, if Bajan can put together a string of games like we saw yesterday, it really releases the pressure that the team is going to feel on what they have to do on, uh, in the draft. You know, I'm not totally sold on, on Caleb Williams. I'm not sure about May or not. But if we can stick with Justin and know, and know that we've got Baygent behind him that can play, We don't need to pick up uh, Fields' fifth-year option. And we can let it ride out and see what happens. We have way too many other holes on this roster that need filling. And, you know, why do you want to reset the clock with a rookie quarterback who's going to end up having the same problems if you don't fix your offensive line? Um, You know, they're, they're going to run into the same buzzsaw that we're seeing right
0: now. Well, you saw Bajan play yesterday, right? Just to. Oh, he just. He's I, gone. No, I
1: let him go. I'm sorry.
0: Um, did you like the line play yesterday? Was that because they were
1: better? Or was it because it's a Bad collaborative team. or Yes. Or a collaborative effort? But Max Crosby is there, though, too. Yeah. I mean, look, here's the deal. And they could still fix their line with the cap room, and they still have multiple first-round picks. You could still draft a quarterback and still do stuff with the other first-round picks. We don't
0: know how they feel about this quarterback class. They may be locked in and dug in. Whether you believe that Caleb Williams, because of the last couple of games you've seen, ruins how you feel about him, you have no idea how they feel about him up at Hallis Hall. They may believe that he is the answer to all their problems. They may feel that way about Drake May. I have no idea. But if they're sold on another quarterback, you're not going to shake them off of that. You're just not. You very rarely get a high draft pick in the National Football League, unless you're the Bears.
1: But to have it twice in a row? Right, this high.
0: I yeah. mean, that's just
1: reality. Right. Um, by the way, there's some uh, news in the NBA. So Giannis just signed an extension with the bucks. I'm going to give you a trivia question. You didn't you didn't look. You have no. you don't have Twitter open. I don't. So he signed a 3-year extension. How much do you think the extension for 3 years for Giannis? Is? 150 million, 50 million a year. You're low. 180 million, 60 million a year. It's 186. 3 years, 186 million dollar extension. Listen, when your best player and
0: arguably one of the top two or three players in all of the NBA starts telling you, fix this team or I'm leaving. yes, You trade for Damian Lillard and then, and then you sign him
1: to an extension. Yes, yes, he just extended. Uh, Barry in uh, Bronzeville, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, there?
8: Hey, guys. Happy Victory Monday. A uh, couple of things that I want to say, man, is I want to point out I really don't want to do anything with the quarterbacks that we have, right? Number one, There was something that said yesterday on the uh, game, and they said we've had more quarterbacks in the last 30 years than anybody else. Maybe we can't get it right, but I'm seeing something with these two men. We can come up with a cool nickname for those two somewhere down the road. But I also want to temper the expectations with Badgett yesterday. I'm not trying to diminish what he did because he did a great job, right? But both of their starting cornerbacks were out. We were playing against a backup cornerback. We rushed the ball yesterday more than we have any other time this year. I want to say it was like 39 times, and when we ran the ball over 30 times each game. But Barry, Justin you are diminishing. Also,
0: you said you said you don't want to diminish what he did, but you're diminishing what he did.
8: Okay, maybe a little. Okay, but what I'm saying is, is that when just when Justin, when we ran the ball for 30 times, when Justin was in there, he had a great game too. I think what we have to look at is see what he does. Next game, when we go out there and we play in a hostile environment, we're not playing against a 22nd rushing defense, and we have a pass rush. If he's poised under those circumstances, we don't necessarily have a quarterback controversy. What we have is a capable backup, and then now we have more flexibility when we go with the draft, and then we can get the the, the wide receiver, the offensive lineman, and spend some of the cap uh, space and everything else. And the last thing that I want to say is that if you look at what Pose has been doing, the defense looks really good, man, with these young guys. Give these guys another two, three years. They're going to be really good. Yeah. So you guys have a great day. Thanks, Talk to man. You, soon. I, you Thank know, you I
1: just know what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. There's going to be a portion. I don't know how big it is. I, I, I think it's small, but I think they're vocal. And I think there's a portion of Bears fans who will be rooting against Bajan this weekend and will be wanting for him to uh, fail. For what reason? Because they're Justin fans. And they want him to to fail, just like they wanted Caleb Williams to fail, because they don't think their guy gets the proper credit. It, it, it's a cra- it's crazy world. Like Justin Fields should be great. Justin Fields was the eleventh overall pick uh, that the Bears took three years ago. Justin dealt Delta great hands, no, but no, many quarterbacks drafted in the first uh, round are. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? I I am telling you. And then, the, uh, how do you like your guy now, Sylvie? When 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 I have just said, all we're doing is complimenting a guy who's a rookie who is doing a good job. There will be a portion of Bears fans who I'm telling you will be rooting against this kid, and and
0: it is we've, just we've won we've won one game at home since last September,
1: and you know we've who won. you guys are too. You know who you are. But you will, li- you will like to watch him because I'm telling you, you want to tear down. But when it comes to analyzing Justin, you're the last one to analyzing him fairly. The
0: reality is, is you don't have to come to any conclusions after Sunday's game. It's just another game. It's game what, game eight? It's game eight. I have no definitive proclamation to make about what I'm expecting to see from Tyson Bajan other than I don't think the moment will be too big for him the way it wasn't too big for him yesterday. Just watch it. You're, you're, you're going to be a prisoner of the moment anyway because Justin's not capable of playing. He's doubtful with the thumb injury. So I don't know, like, just let it play out.
1: Yes. Just let, let, Just look, let it happen. Root
0: for him. Root for the Bears. How
1: about rooting for
0: better I mean, offensive and, line and, play, and,
1: continued good defense. And, right, and, and wanting the at least to have him be an asset on your football team. Absolutely. More good players, more better, like I said about Jalen Johnson. We'll see Tyler Scott continue to yes. grow. Yes. You want to see our offensive yes. line continue to do good that, things? Another reason why I wasn't rooting for losses. Do you
0: want to see Darnell Mooney continue yes. to be a bigger part of the offensive plan? Mm-hmm. Like, all of this stuff is important for the future of this franchise. Yes.
1: All right, uh, coming up next, we're going to crosstalk with Bleck and Abdallah. They are with TJ Edwards tonight. Um, they're literally almost home. Uh, yes. I know, especially for Abdallah, who lives in that neighborhood, uh, in Lakeview at least. Not far away, so we'll talk to Black and Abdallah. We'll crosstalk with them coming up next.
4: Waddle and Sylvie are back, are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at T Waddle 87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.
1: Bleck and Abdallah have been all over this, Uh, going back to last week and heard their pregame show driving to Soldier Field yesterday. Bleck knew the calls would be coming. Chris knew Abdallah was in denial. Really? Abdallah was
0: in denial? Yes.
10: this no.
1: Yes, you were. No, 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 yes, no, 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 yes, no, 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 were. no, no,
10: Denial is a river that flows through Egypt, guys. Uh, you would know, too. No, no, no. I would know that, too. Uh, I was saying that. Geography the, buff? That from the team's standpoint, You're in there's the buff. not a QB controversy. There's not. No, there's not. Which is exactly true. There's no, not. No one there's said not. that from the team. standpoint. Fields is. Of course, we were going to get calls. We, he could have he played, he could have thrown an interception. We still would have gotten calls. As, as soon as he went out there and they won the game, that we were going to get calls. That the people want Bajan in overfield? Well I, w- we I
0: think we've taken more calls today about people being defensive of Justin and underplay- really, Oh yes. yes
10: Oh yes.
9: Oh yes. yeah, I've, I heard some of the calls. Oh yes, I, I heard them people that are defensive. Not saying sh- that you guys are giving too much credit to Bajan and that Justin out there would have done the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I probably, heard those he calls. probably would have. I not, heard those calls.
0: Not sure why anyone needs to come to some long-term pronounced conclusion, but I know. People are out there wanting to, you know, to
10: fight. Guys, not only are we close to my home at Almost Home, we are in the shadows of one of my favorite places in the world, the Metro. And I don't Ooh, know if you know this, but Almost Home, uh, I can't see it from here. My eyes aren't that good. Um, I don't also don't see a bus out front, so maybe nobody. Uh, but also, Almost Home is a diehard Alabama bar. There is Alabama oh. Star. Oh. Everywhere. Gear everywhere yeah, Roll Damn Tide. We are in it tonight.
1: Very good. Uh, By the way, Crosstalk with Bleck and Abdallah brought to you by Steinhoffels. Uh, I finally did close the deal on those two new love seats, too. For the, the one love I, of God, <laughs> right. thank goodness.
0: He yes. I mean, we, we,
10: you get to pass before you get an opportunity to sit in them. <laughs>
1: is, is
4: a
10: love
1: seat in your mind uh, a
10: bigger chair or a smaller couch? Uh,
1: it's a, it's a two-seat couch. Okay. It's way. not a two-seat It's and not I a got, bigger chair? And I got two of them mm. to put them right oh. next to each other. And they're, they're the nice recliners. Pair. They recline. Ooh, and they fantasy. got the cup holders, yes. How do
0: you love on that thing if everything's really reclined?
1: Oh, and there's, no there's no love There's no love? Loving my televisions. No. Okay. Okay. So we keep some plastic, a plastic on the chair? Of course. No plastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's either for
10: freaks or grandparents.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, <well>, yeah. <laughs>
10: Companies coming over. Put the sheets over the furniture. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome.
1: Uh, but Staley was over at Steinhoffel's in Vernon Hills really? on, on Saturday, yes. Staley the Bear was there. Fantastic. It was a good sign. Um, so, so yeah, so, uh, victory, uh, Monday for the first time in 13 months, boys.
9: It's nice. It's good to have those vibes and to look ahead at a game this weekend against the Chargers where, Hey, maybe we could put a streak together, but we've been to this point before this season and then they went out against the Vikings and crapped the bed. So Yeah. Uh, I like what I saw. I thought it was uh, – I thought the game plan was actually good. I thought that they actually called plays that made sense for the quarterback that was playing, I think, at times this season. We haven't really seen that for Justin Fields. Like, where was that last week against the Vikings? You know, it, it, was, it seemed like there was a different approach from Getze. Um, and Sylvie, way to go after Iberflus uh, earlier today about the end of the first half. It, it did, but, I agree with you. I, did, I, that was a waste. Whatever it, they were doing, that he, was bad.
1: Didn't he seem to, to try to change it a little bit too on the way the timing went? Yes. Like to see, yes. like like they had more time
9: than they actually they did. Didn't. And, and in fact, at one point they were expected to be uh, going with a faster pace, and they came together as a huddle. Like, what are you doing? It makes no it, it, no it, it, did, it didn't make any sense. So, like, if you want to argue over when you use the timeout on the third down, that's that's fine. But the approach before you got to that point was flawed to begin with.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was. Look, the Larry Borum penalty didn't help the cause. But I, you're up fourteen to three. You've you've pretty much dictated the pace of the game. I know you're you're going to kick off to start the second half. But at that point, I'm not worrying about the second half. I'm worrying about finishing strong and keeping the momentum that has been built so far. So I was just hoping that they were going to be significantly more aggressive at that point. So,
9: Yeah, I mean, isn't that what you do when you're trying to win games? I, that's what I would have done. I yes. mean, it, it, it's a little assumptive that the, the 14-3 lead was going to hold up.
10: No, absolutely not. I mean, we've seen it. Right? We've seen it from this team before. Like, no lead is safe with this team. I will Even in the Commanders so, game, like it got a little touchy there before the end. I'll say this, the
0: last two and change games, defensively this group has shown up. You can, yes. you know, assign it to bad offenses they're playing if you'd like, but uh, this group has played really good defense the yeah, last two
10: weeks. And we will talk to the Bears leading tackler, TJ Edwards who'll be that? here. At seven o'clock, nice. very should good. be good. Yeah, yeah.
1: we're looking great. forward to it. Awesome. All right, boys, uh, we'll be listening on the drive home. Almost home in Wrigleyville is a place to check out. Black and Abdallah, and uh, you can meet T.J. Edwards there as well tonight. And then we'll have Rangers Astros Game Seven after the show tonight at eight o'clock. We'll join that game in progress. Boys, have a great show. All right, see you, see you guys. Thanks,
9: guys. Talk to you tomorrow. All right,
1: there you go, real tight. Uh, Matt Iberflus, thank you to him, uh, and thank you to Jake Cantu in for Mellor today, and Tyler Aki. Thank you as usual for your great work. Uh, for Waddle, I'm Sylvie. It's ESPN One Thousand. Have yourself a great Monday night.